know who you are. Welcome to Dunstan Checks Men, the best podcast breaking down the 1996 ape film Dunstan Checks In minute by minute and pairing each of those minutes with another feature film. I'm Lord Andrew. I'm Emily Monkeytown. And we are. I'm. <laughs> Go on. Should I? A loose ape. I'm a loose ape. Yeah. You can tell you're a loose ape because you interrupted us inter- introducing you. <laughs> Uh, we have a, a special guest with us today uh, who had previously been on the Super Mario Brothers Minute. That's correct. Uh, That's Sadie. correct. Yeah. Uh, and this is Minute 32. Yeah. The uh, big 3-2. Guestapalooza. Yep. Continues. Yes. Uh, Are you having lots of other guests on? Where the, the, this is a block of 10 episodes where we have a guest every episode. Wow. And the guests are the ones who choose what... You know what minute and what movie to pair with them. In you it. declined the option to choose what minute. So we gave you. you I, I begged you to choose for me. <laughs> yeah, um, you did choose the movie though. And what movie did you pick? I chose a little movie called Baby's Day Out by John Hughes. Uh, so written by John Hughes, we should say, not directed by yeah. John Hughes. Yeah, fair. Uh, so since this is your choice, Sadie, uh, whenever we're, we'll start discussing the minute shortly. Uh, and whenever in the minute you feel like you should uh, interrupt and start talking about Baby's Day Out, feel free. Oh, God. Okay. I mean, all right. <laughs> um, but I do uh, have to ask, Sadie, what is your familiarity with Dunstan Checks In? Uh, I've never... this. I've seen this minute and good, the trailer. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> That's the correct way to live. Um, yeah. It seems terrible. I'm, I may have seen it when I was a child, but I literally remember nothing about it. Can I tell you, it may seem like I'm just doing a bit. Every time I congratulate a guest for not having seen Dunstan Checks In, I want you, I want you, Sadie, and the listener to know it is 100% from the heart. Uh, you made a good life choice, and I am proud of you. Yeah, I mean, I consciously chose to not watch it for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I also think it, at this point in the history of time, less people are choosing to watch Dunstan Checks In. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would think that's a fair yeah. statement. Like, in the, in the long... <laughs> tale the long arc of it eventually no one will have seen it's, this film. yeah like that's not there's it's like no... tracking a gdp of a country <laughs> <That's> <laughs> sure. it's... People, you could tell we're all getting better as a society because less and less people have seen dunstan checks <laughs> yeah 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 exactly and it's not there's no cult following this film no it no, was almost us it was almost Every, anyone us. in that cult would kill themselves <laughs> um so yeah i don't know i don't know where i'm going have you seen baby's day out before andrew Yes. Okay. Well, talk, I, I guess we'll say that. I think we talked about it several movie. times. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. don't remember things. It's you know? so in Andrew's wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about this minute then. Yeah. So this minute starts with uh, Dunstan is laughing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Which, laughing his little head off. Yeah. He he has just uh, you know more or less escaped through the window mm-hmm. uh, from the room of Lord awesome. Rutledge. Yeah. Uh, who was reprimanding him. Is that who the him. guy with the mustache is? Correct. Yes. Yeah. That's Lord Rutledge? That's not a butler? No, that's Lord Rutledge. Wow. Okay. He, I thought he that is was for a, sure a bellboy or a butler. Or something. Well, he is a con man. He's, oh, okay, he's, okay. I believe he's yeah. not a true lord. Okay. Mm, we've discussed that. He, he never got a lord soul. Well, we, I mean, he might have been a circus man. Ah, so oh. stand-up comedy. No, he might <laughs> He, well, that was I, a reference to Baby's Day Out that <laughs> oh you will maybe understand soon, everybody. Uh, no, there was that image that we saw in Dunstan's, uh, you know, oh right, in the trunk. trunk, yeah, 
where it's hip, Samson and Dunstan were part of a, a circus act. Perhaps yeah. Lord Rutledge was the mm. trainer, the he owner. He is attending the crystal ball, though. Like he is an, an actually invited guest. Yes, I I I have, believe I say this before from the beginning that this might be part of a long con. Yeah, that he might have been pretending to be a lord for ten years or more. Yeah, just to just to build up to this kind of thing. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Um, that is a long con. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Dunstan has gotten out. He's he's hanging out on the side of the building. He's laughing. I'd like um, everyone to know that I showed hanging admirable some kind of wooden fixture. Restraint, not mentioning the episode of Lost titled The Long Con during that last segment. Yeah, he's hi- he's hanging off some kind of... Because he came out of a window, and it's not also a window. I th- is it the exterior of the vent that he's about to crawl in? Yes, it's. I mean, or it's some kind of exterior pipe. Yeah. It looked like it was made of wood. T- well, it was... I mean, it's a set. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they spent that much you money. You know what, Andrew? That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you got me there. <laughs> so, he, he Lord Rutledge is trying to entice Dunstan back. Yeah. He says, Dunstan, I've got some lovely bananas here. Uh, really, bananas. Yeah. And I will say, I want to like, here, where's the, my where's my thing? Hold on, give me one second. This, oh, Emily's preparing this, a, a special. This right here is where I wanted to interject about. <laughs> okay, can I say one thing about this minute before you do? Yeah. Okay, first I got to do this. Oh, what's that mean? That means that I actually enjoyed something in the film Dunstan Checks In. Um, oh wow! I gotta say, it was it was in this minute. A rare, <laughs> enjoyable line read from Rupert Everett on "I've got some lovely bananas." I enjoyed his read there. I thought it was good. I thought it was funny. I thought he did a good job. God, it's very this movie rare. Must be really bad. Yeah, it's if you could see <laughs> you what I'm comparing it to. Comment. Because that was it wasn't even the comment as written is not very good. Whatever. But the, the, no, I mean the comment you made. The, re- <laughs> the read is good. I I, I I I I need to celebrate whatever little victory I can in Dunstan checks. Yeah, in. sure. Count your blessing. You know. Yeah. Okay. So now we're talking about Baby's Day Out. Yeah, because of the bananas thing. Oh. Oh. That's you remember the banana scene in Baby's Day Out? The movie yeah. that I just watched with you. <clears throat> yeah, where uh, Joe Mantegna insists that he's a banana. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that was gorilla. pretty funny. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> that was really stupid. Yeah. So I, I had never seen Baby Stay Out. Uh-huh. Andrew, you're well familiar. It sounds like. Well, I watching it now. There, I mean, I certainly am very familiar with it. But then yeah. it's parts where it's like the beginning and end where I'm just like, that's a lot fuzzy. Mm. There's a lot of fuzziness. Sure. But the whole yeah, that, that, um, adds up. that tracks. Yeah. Yeah, the the whole construction site sequence is like, yeah, that's embedded <laughs> that's, in my brain. Yeah, yeah. And Sadie, you couldn't remember if you had seen it or not. You, if you had seen it, it was when you were a little kid. Yeah, until we got to the construction site, then I remembered one hundred percent. I've seen this movie before. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't remember anything else about it except the construction site. Sure. Mm-hmm. Can I say something upfront about Baby's Day Out? Sure. Mm-hmm. I loved this movie. <laughs> I, I've already recommended it to three people since we watched it like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> this movie kicked ass. This movie was good. It, it, it was surprisingly really fucking good. Yeah. It wasn't offensive or weird. <laughs> there was lots of like great physical comedy. You got to see tons of like all torture. Yeah. I, I will lots say. Lots and lots of ball torture. There's a weird. Very fetishy movie. CBT yeah. fans, look out. <laughs> there's, there's, Is that an official feature of Dunstan Checks Men? We rank each movie for CBT fans? <laughs> you should. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. Uh, <laughs> listen, 
What I want to say is that to I me, I like that we're running the kind of podcast where none of us even wonders if we should stop to explain what CBT means. I'm I w- not talking about cognitive behavioral therapy, folks. <laughs> Andrew, what are you going to say? I wanted to say that this movie. So I hadn't Google seen it, it since unless you're a kid. If you're a kid, don't Google it. <laughs> since Andrew. I hadn't seen this movie since I was myself a child. Yeah, mm. and now watching it now. I have to say, this movie has some weird parallels to the Super Mario Brothers movie. I wouldn't. I would not disagree with that. If I'm being honest, like interesting, really weird parallels. Yeah. Uh, and to me, it it became most apparent when the helicopter oh, do you have flew another, over. <laughs> another helicopter. This is a busy day for helicopters. I think and it's I do landing apologize. in your backyard. <laughs> Taking a plane break. There we go. Um, it started with um. The 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 woman the there's a baby there's a baby yeah there's baby, a baby Bink Bink oh <laughs> yeah God. right sure yeah I, um, it, I'm pretty sure it's based on a book or a comic book uh, was it not based on the book that the baby reads in the film I don't know I think oh. this might be a Princess Bride maybe thing it's a where comic it's based book and in the book, comic but the book they is read in the book movie. to the we gotta baby get, and the baby we'll does get to that meta moment in a moment <laughs> yeah uh, but there the baby has somehow gotten onto a bus. And then crawls into a woman's purse yeah. or bag, right. a big right. bag that would fit a baby. Yeah, uh, right. And that woman to me has very, very big Bertha vibes. Oh, I would agree one hundred percent. We sure, were sure. talking when Sadie and I were watching them. We were talking about how much we loved this woman. I like, I, I, and I think just for like we did with Big Bertha. I love Big Bertha. Yeah, yeah. I wanted this woman to somehow return. Like I was yeah. like, is, this woman can't be done. <laughs> yeah, she I must need, return. I need more of her. Yeah. <laughs> Um, if she was in a Disney cartoon, she would have been walking a very small poodle. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, because she she assaults the uh, the three. She kicks their kidnappers. asses. Yeah. She kicks yeah, she, their asses. She bops those goons, <laughs> and it rules. It's pretty great. There's a lot of great goon content. If you like goons, this is a good movie to watch. Well, and then that's another <laughs> thing. The three somehow these three kidnappers very much fill the the Iggy and Spike role. Yeah. yeah, where they're they're true. there to bumble and and get hurt. See, we can say that, but they're also. I mean, this movie reminded me very, in, in regards to them specifically, very very much reminded me of Home Alone, another John well, Hughes sure. movie. Sure, I I also I think yeah. they're more Harry and Marv than Iggy and Spike. It, How yeah. often do you think about the fact that Joe Pesci's character in Home Alone is named Harry Lime, which was like oh. a weird reference to a '40s serial yeah. about a criminal? <laughs> sure, that's weird. It is weird. It um, is weird. Well, and then John Hughes that. had written both of them, yeah. right? Yeah. It wasn't John Hughes involved in Home Alone? Home Alone? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, you know, when I'm watching this and the John Hughes credit comes up, I just was like, how did John Hughes write this? I mean, this makes this movie's <laughs> extremely Home alone Like, this, it makes I'm, a whole lot of yeah, sense. Besides, I, I mean, alone too. Home Alone's the biggest connection. Yeah. But you think of John Hughes as, like, those teen... 80s movies sure but i mean i guess i mean you're asking me did john like to me i think like home alone is up there with those 80s. like that yeah. to me that is just this era of john hughes's career yeah. mm-hmm. i agree with you except i didn't realize john hughes did home alone until today when i looked up this <laughs> movie and realized john hughes did this movie. yeah yeah um so like within... it, i don't it doesn't register to me that that's a john hughes movie <laughs> <laughs> within uh the film baby's day out there is a baby book or picture book yeah Called mm-hmm. Baby's Day Out, a baby book, <laughs> uh-huh. a boo boo, a boo boo, <laughs> a boo boo. Uh, that the that Cynthia Nixon, yes. the babysitter, nanny. I would say nanny. she's a nanny. Is she supposed to be British? 
Well, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Indeterminate. Uh, she, she's uh, doing accent work. She's doing some Definitely kind of accent. And accent, yeah. I, I, every time she spoke in this movie, I, I asked Sadie the same question. What the hell accent is she doing? <laughs> I never had an answer. Yeah. yeah. It uh, could be a British trans... Trans-American like uh, Gillian Anderson has. Oh. I almost called Maybe. Her, I almost called her Dana Scully, and I apologize for that. Yeah. Andrew Garfield, another famous example of a transatlantic accent. Cary Grant also. Yeah. Yeah. Cary all right. Rick know it all. <laughs> uh, I can list three people. But the, <laughs> so the all. book, then that is the basis of the title. Yeah. And then also with yes. the adventures in the book are the adventures that the baby goes on because the baby read the book. Yeah. It's a Princess Bride yeah. situation. Yeah. Now, I don't know if I'd call that. Is, that see, is not I haven't a seen Princess Bride, Bride in many I don't know what you're years. talking about. Well, I'm saying it's a, it's a situation in that... Um, because uh, to, who's up, the boy in the bed? Shut up for a second. Fred Savage. Okay. He uh, doesn't go on a princess adventure no, because the no, grandfather reads but, the book to him. But, but it's a situation where the movie is based on the book and the book itself is a plot point in the movie. Oh, okay. See, but I think John Hughes, I don't think he was basing this on an actual kid's book. Do you think this kid's book doesn't exist? I I mean, I don't think before the film came I'm gonna out. I'm going to look it up. But, um, because the, I think that it also goes to the point that, I mean, just jumping right ahead to the end of the movie, they reveal that there's another book that this this baby wants to read called Baby's Trip to China. That's a clear sequel, sequel bitch. It is, yeah. They wanted to do that sequel, and this movie did <laughs> kind of badly. Uh, Unfortunately, well, I would have watched a Baby Goes to China. I I do want to talk about. It, we, we, you talked about how one of the things you liked about this movie was that it, it there's nothing soup. There's nothing like really terribly problematic. I think that would change if they went to China. Well, and especially you know if, what? if it was point. made in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, it was, this is the nineties. Remember? Yeah. There is no production section on the Wikipedia page for this film, Great. so I guess I'll know. But apparently, okay, so this is a weird thing. I, yeah, I think you're reading what I was about to say. Baby's Day Out was released July 1st, whatever. Um, was a critical commercial failure, grossing only $16.7 million against a $48 million budget. Despite this, it enjoyed tremendous popularity in Indian and other South Asian markets. Now, and then yeah. there's a whole Wikipedia it was, section it was remade twice. just for popularity in South Asia and remakes. Now, the second remake... Are you ready for the title of it? I see the title. What the? F- how the is na- that possible? The name of the second remake so of Baby's Day Out. In in uh, where? Uh, what, it was one of the remakes from India, right? Or was it in another country? Where is yeah. this list of? Where is this information? Uh, well, I'm not on Wikipedia. I don't see I, any of it. I, I, I cannot pronounce the name of the but, language. But the name of the film that is a second remake of Baby's Day Out is just called James Bond. Yeah. Which I mean, fair. There's never been a film just called James Bond, so they beat him to the punch. I like this. Also, um, this is a quote from Roger Roger Ebert. Yeah, yeah. Who recalled that on a trip to Calcutta, he asked if Star Wars had been their most successful American film. No, I was told it was Baby's Day Out, (laughs) which he had given a thumbs down to. Yes. That's unfortunate. It's a good movie. Yeah, it was, this Siskel is a good gave movie. it a thumbs up. They were split. There was mm-hmm. also a um, 
a planned completed and then never released video game for the Super Nintendo, Ooh. Sega Genesis, and Game Boy. Uh, did you, okay, what, what you do in that game, though, did you read it yet? No. You play as the guardian angel of the baby. Ooh, that makes sense. That's fun. That's a cool idea well, for a game. Well, and then they compared yeah. it to the New Adventures of Pac-Man game, which I'm was not that. fun. Yeah. <laughs> if you've ever played a- that one. I mean, that's like better. you tell me that Guardian Angels evolved, and I, my mind goes places, and then you tell me that it's it's in the vein of Pac Man Two, the new adventures, and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, what could I, that mean? I was worried that it would be uh, like the Home Alone Two Game Boy game, which is not a good game. Don't you like fight people with vacuum cleaners in that? Yeah, one? it's like a beat 'em up game. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's weird and bad, and I I had it on my Game Boy, and I would only play it when I was sick of all my other games, which mm-hmm. was like two other games. It was like, if I'm sick of Pokemon and DuckTales, I guess I'm going to play Home Alone. Um, and it was not good. Neither was DuckTales, though. DuckTales was great. You can go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. DuckTales yeah. was so good. You can go fuck yourself. When was the last time you played off. it? Uh, probably like a year ago, to be honest. And I was like, hey, this is fun. I think I bought I the, um, the re... whatever they called it. Re... re... Yeah, I have that. That's what I have. The, yeah. the re... re... uh reinvigorated version yeah, yeah. that the was on computers. the regeneration yeah yeah ducktales colon regeneration woo <laughs> <laughs> you should call it ducktales 2 ooh no for but the they, sequel ducktales oh, 2 DuckTales was pretty good too i remember colon regenesis oh because um, was it on the genesis i guess i only ever played it on my game boy well they did they no, released a, just regenesis is a dumber word they released a computer version it wasn't a genesis yeah. Now I'll tell you, John Hughes is the credited author on the book, so I have to imagine it was not a book first. Okay. Uh, hmm. What year did it come out? I, I cannot recall. Ninety one. Ninety four. Ninety four. Nineteen ninety four. Yeah. Um, it's it, pretty. It was fun released book. as a classic little golden book, though. I mean, that's I the look that of means. it. Yeah, in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, do you want to know the current I price w- if you want to buy? Um. The, an actual copy of the book. Okay. You can get it new for $118.63. Good. Duh, fuck. Uh, you can also get it used for $75.80. All right. Okay. I know what's on my That's... Christmas list. And this is on abebooks.com. <laughs> hey, Abe. <laughs> How much are your books? <laughs> uh, but I know. I enjoyed this film. I enjoyed the hell out of this film. Sure. Joe Tanya is <laughs> phenomenal in this yeah he really yeah is. he really is doing a great job do you want to hear something that sadie and i discovered i say sadie and i mostly me sorry sadie i'm gonna take wow. credit for this wow. one credit stealer i'm the one who looked hey, look. it up and who had the idea it, to look it up i was okay. also looking it up at the same time did you find the answer though uh no that's right bitch i'm sorry <laughs> jesus um, please be polite to our guests we were i <laughs> um we were watching the film and at a certain point in the film, there is an orangutan. Yes. Much like it does to checks in. Yeah. Oh, did you look? And Sadie and I found ourselves wondering, hey, this orangutan, I mean, all orangutans kind of look alike, but yeah. this orangutan kind of looks like Dunstan. Yeah. So I looked it up. Oh, my God. That is not Samson. Okay. The orangutan who plays Dunstan. Yeah. But that is Jerry, Samson's sister. Shut up! Yeah. The orangutan in Baby's Day Out is the sister of the orangutan who played Dunstan. How do they have those records on that? What? <laughs> well, I found it on some, like, great ape rescue website. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> I love that. Um, oh, my God. Also, another God. weird thing. So, 
it's like a known trivia fact that the apes know that his name was Samson and Samson is a character in the film, right? Yes. Everywhere else I find talking about the ape from Dunson Checks In, the orangutan, only ever refers to him as Sam or Sammy. Oh. Which I found interesting. I think in the credits it is Samson. Yeah. Huh. Um, but apparently Samson's sister, Jerry, mm-hmm. um, uh, was in a number of films, including the Flintstones. They were both in the Flintstones. Okay. Um, and huh. uh, they got to work together in yeah. their life. Uh, I think it was a situation where they were probably <laughs> That's like, the dream. you know, like twin babies. <laughs> they play the same kid. Well, no, it's like it's like when Joan and John Cusack get to be in a yeah. movie together. Like, uh, sure. Glad exactly. they got together once. Um, I also am pleased to announce that Jerry is, is still alive and well. <gasps> That's fantastic. Samson is not. Oh. Well, <laughs> a lucky connection, I guess. Um, Samson I had no did, idea. Did die. I knew peacefully. there was a monkey scene. That was why I originally picked the movie. Yeah, uh, Samson did die peacefully in his sleep, though. I will say. All right. Uh, cool. Did you did you also read about the trivia that the so there's a gorilla mm-hmm. in the film that yeah protects, that's a suit right huh we were trying to figure out how they did this gorilla because it looks good well I I remember reading that the the gorilla suit they borrowed it from like gorillas in the mist or something oh interesting so that's how I mean that's like, why it looks way better than <laughs> you would expect for this movie yes well it yes. looks like a suit with an animatronic face that's what that's what Sadie figured yeah. Right. Yeah. At first, I thought it was just an animatronic, and then it like got up and moved. I was like, "Oh, it's a guy in a suit with an animatronic mask on." Yeah. But it's really good, like suit acting. Yeah, it's good suit acting. It's a good mask. Like it, it works really well. Well, and the sequence, as I'll say, as cartoony as it is. Yeah. Like it doesn't make a lot of logical sense. No. No. But it's it's a good sequence. It's It's very good. It's It's really fun. fun. Yeah. That's what we get. It's also really long, and it's compelling most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Mm Hmm. Some, I think sometimes these kinds of movies have have a scene like this, and you're just kind of like waiting for it to be over. Yeah, yeah but but this one was like, I'm like, what's gonna happen? <laughs> I, I think either you or I, one of us, said he actually said like, what's gonna happen now? How are they gonna escalate this? Yeah, yeah. I do enjoy We're like on the edge of our seats. <laughs> Is the gorilla this. gonna get a gun? <laughs> <laughs> well, I like the um because like after Joey Pants got hit in the ball so hard, he hit the ceiling. <laughs> You say hit the ceiling. He went flying like <laughs> yeah. Wiley Coyote. Was, yeah. Yeah. We 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 wonder, well, what's gonna happen to Joe Montana now? Mm-hmm. What's gonna be the third, you know, beat in this in this joke? Yeah. Well when um when the first guy gets his hand just completely crunched. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's also like to me that reads very much as the, like this is the dumb kids movie that it is. Yeah. Because then he goes, yeah. he makes no noise, sits down. And then and just then screams, yeah. which was his bit earlier when they got their feet drawn over. Yeah, so I, that's just to me is like it's a character oh, yeah. decision. Yeah, kids love screaming. Do you want to hear another fun fact about Sam the orangutan? Oh sure. Um, hated bare feet. Okay. And if anyone was near his enclosure in either barefoot or even flip flops, he would diva. scream and chase them away. So he hated bare feet. What do you think about human feet? Okay, I have to end the podcast now. <laughs> Um, what was I thinking about? Oh, the, and the way the the gorilla sequence kind of comes to a closure, where the uh, the 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 door kind of opens and the gorilla then goes outside with Baby Bink. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. oh, it's like sweet. <laughs> yeah, it is nice. <laughs> it's just nice. Yeah, yeah. It was a good movie. Yeah, it, was a, it was a really great movie, and that was a very good scene. And it was really surprising how good it was. Like, yeah, I was kind of expecting it to just be kind of middling, but. I mean, this movie was when what this movie what I was what I was hoping Dunstan checks in was yeah when exactly. I picked this it for this podcast yeah you know unfortunately and unfortunately we got Dunstan checks in and we did not get a baby's day out um mm. 
something I, I would like to highlight. Uh, Sadie, uh, we both thought this. Sadie said it first. So I'll give credit to Sadie for saying it first. Wow, I okay. wonder what it is. Um, when they just dress up as fancy photographers to steal the baby. Yes. Um, Joe Montana is dressed exactly like um, Jason Schwartzman from Rushmore. <laughs> I'm trying to bring it to my mind. <laughs> same glasses, same beret, a blazer with like a crest on it. Like it's the same exact outfit. The only thing that's different now, is the hair. Rushmore came out in 90... It was like 98, 99. Yeah. So Rushmore came after this. So maybe so Rushmore was... Wes Anderson was, was a yeah, fan Taking of some Stay inspiration out. there. Look, everyone's a fan of Baby Stay Out. It's a great movie. Yeah. Every movie pays tribute to Baby Stay Out. Yeah. Um, yeah I really love it. Well, that's good. It was... Yeah. It was fun. This movie is also something I, f- I found kind of interesting about Baby's Day Out is mm. is it is essentially, um, and I'm, I guess this is a negative thing um, to say about Baby's Day Out. This movie is raising Arizona. If you have more sympathy, if you have more sympathy for rich people, this is the movie for you. If you have more sympathy for poor people, raising Arizona is the movie for you. Well, but aren't, does that make sense? Uh, aren't the couple in raising Arizona kidnapping the child to raise it themselves? Yes. But the the, the but they're beams... they're raising it they're stealing it from a rich family yeah and the rich family is portrayed as sort of ghoulish and unsympathetic whereas in this movie the rich family I look at them and I'm like oh I would hate these people in real life but they are we are meant to sympathize with them in this movie yeah this is it's yeah, the same true. story Flynn Boyle is really mm-hmm. acting it up yeah this is just I, I thought that was interesting mm-hmm. yeah I also felt like a lot of the scenes with Lara Flynn Boyle were nothing. Like I was like, let's yeah. get back to the baby. <laughs> well, I, I think to, to to her credit, I think Lara Flynn Boyle pulls them off really well. Yeah, she's doing the best there's she can. Not a lot there. You're right. Yeah, until uh, it's it like someone that. took scenes from a different movie and cut them in. Almost. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. such a different tone from everything else. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the scene at the end where they figure out how to find the baby. And Sadie, <clears throat> what did you say about that scene when we watched it? Oh, I don't know. What did I say? You said that this, if the tone was just slightly different, this could be them oh. catching a serial killer instead of fucking <laughs> yeah, the baby. They were like, they they get the book and see like they're going through each he's of the steps the of book. the book, <laughs> and they're like, oh my god, um, he's following the book, and then like police like, swarm to the st- end location yeah. of the book. <laughs> do, do you recall that very early in the film they show a shot of the um the the it's like a veteran's home. Oh, did they show that early in the film? Very I early I in the film, that. they show that man who hangs out with Baby Bink at the end of the film. And they show, but they show him very early watching a news clip. Interesting. Of them looking that. for the baby. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I um, I remember when that happened. I thought, oh yeah, this does. He comes in later, but why is why are they showing him now? <laughs> He's that was such a bizarre thing that that like the old soldier section yeah that was weird like, he's also the old it man felt like it was too. just they were trying to just adhere to the canon of the book or something like, <laughs> they wrote just, the book <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah it felt super out of place in a very strange yeah you know I mean, movies i mean the 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 video game uh, guardian angel aspect really makes a lot more sense because i also wonder how did baby bink find the old soldier home yeah you know? Yeah, they posit that throughout the movie from mm. various characters that will be like, I believe someone watches out for the babies, or um, at one point, Joe Mantegna curses baby luck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I forgot about that. That's fucking great. The kid does. Uh, the kid doesn't even do. It. The kid just like slides onto something, and and someone's like, oh, "How did he do that?" And Joe Montana just goes, "Baby luck." Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. <laughs> but no, I remember that 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 um. That I remember thinking was a weird scene where the um, uh, 
someone says, oh, we, I saw the baby, and then they have to keep giving him money for him to give all the information. Yeah, Danny Aiello. said the same yeah. thing. As soon as that happened, she was like, that was a weird scene. <laughs> it was just really bizarre and out of place. Like, it wasn't funny, really. But when you, when they get to the house, the, the woman with all the children is like, oh, you're going to find your baby. That was also of, a fucking buck wild weird Because scene. of baby luck, yeah. essentially. <laughs> that was yeah. another Laura Flynn Boyle scene that was super mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I, she's like it reminded me of Hook, you know, oh, like um, when you cut back to the scenes in Hook where they're like missing their kids, the bad parts, the bad parts of Hook, the really bad parts, yeah, yeah. and like, <clears throat> what's her face? Is that uh, is it? Wendy, uh, it's not important. <laughs> the lady. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know who she is. Wendy, how I feel. Wendy. No, not Wendy. <laughs> I think you're thinking of the character <laughs> Wendy. Wendy. Yeah, but is that who Sally Fields plays in that movie? No. <laughs> Am I being pranked right now? You are being pranked. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Um, Wendy's the old woman who was in love with Peter Pan as a boy. Yeah. Right. Um, That's uh, not who I'm thinking. I'm thinking, you're thinking of, of, of I don't know Sally if it was Sally Fields, but I mean, I believe you because I don't well, know. Well, she doesn't. Peter. You're thinking of Robin Williams' wife. Yeah, Peter Pan yes. runs off with Wendy's daughter, right? That, I guess yeah, what? That's, it's not Sally Fields at all. At all. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's the canon. Yeah. Um, even within like kind of i mean i don't know if return to neverland is specifically canon but it is a disney created film uh peter pan does come back for wendy's daughter yeah that's <laughs> and it's weird. like hey it's wendy's house oh you're not wendy but come with me anyway <laughs> it's Minister. uh it's caroline goodall yeah it's, it's, she doesn't look anything like sally field no she really truly does not <laughs> i don't know what i was thinking of. i can see why you would think sally field would be in this movie though <laughs> anyway it reminded me of the scenes in the hook where it cuts back to her sobbing Oh sure! Oh, like yeah. you see, you see like Rufio and like with like his big red hair, and he's like screaming and flinging the sword around. Then it cuts to Catherine Goodall. Is that what you said? Mm, I've already forgotten. Wendy Junior. Caroline Wendy, Goodall. Caroline Goodall. Wendy Junior. Her name is Moira like, Banning. My babies, my babies. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. This very weird tonal shift. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's a better movie than Hook for the, basically the same premise? <laughs> Baby's Day Out? Christopher Robin. Oh, I can't agree. Hey, I've not that. seen this movie. What's Christopher that? Christopher Robin I mean, rules. I know it's a Winnie the Pooh movie, but... It's Hugh McGregor as an adult Christopher Robin, and he's got to learn how to enjoy his imagination again. And he's mean to Pooh. He's mean to Pooh, but he learns his lesson. Everyone's mean to Pooh. His That's lesson is point. everyone needs a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Who lets you be mean to him in order for you to grow? That's true. And Pooh takes it in stride. Yeah. I love Pooh. Pooh doesn't even know what's happening. Who's the best? I that's the only Mr. Pooh, Mr. Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only Mr. Pooh. Go on. I need to know how this sentence ends. That's the only Mr. Pooh. Well, as evidenced by the fact that I called it Mr. Pooh, that's <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Pooh property that I've seen ever. Oh, God. Really? Yeah. You never watched the Saturday morning cartoon? The no. Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, I think no. it was called. Definitely not. You never seen the Disney movie? No. There's there's at least three of them that no, are Pooh-centric. I never, centric. I never saw any of them. I do like Emily. calling him Mr. Pooh is very much like... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very Kermit the Frog. He's Mr. Yeah. Frog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's Winnie the Pooh. Mr. Pooh. <laughs> Now I just am imagining Orson Welles 
<laughs> saying, come with me, Mr. Pooh. Like, it's just very... Screaming, I'm, I'm going to die. <laughs> he's, like a, he's like a badger. A stuffed animal badger. His voice by Orson Welles, and he's like got like a bad, hold, holy patched up suit on. He yeah. walks up to the door and knocks on it, and he's like, oh, "Excuse me, Mister Pooh." Hey, um, speaking of Mister, speaking of Mister Pooh. Oh, please. Can I go wildly off tangent here? Sure. Andrew, do you does that mean back on topic? No, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. Um, do you remember this is a topic you and I talked about recently, Andrew? Okay. Where um, you had seen an Ugly Dolls Instagram ad that was a sort of... Oh, yes. What's that? Ugly Dolls is a new film that's coming out based on the Ugly Dolls line of products. Okay. Let me look that up while that's, you talk. That's not important at all. That's that. This is just your intro to the story. You saw an Instagram ad that was like... It made you believe it was an Avengers ad, but then it was actually an Ugly For Dolls For like one ad. second, yeah. Yeah. And then you recalled a similar ad for Mr. Pooh back in the day that was a Harry Potter tribute. Yes, yes, yes. That, okay. uh, that is what reminded now, me of what, this. Now, what makes you think that? Is it like a musical cue? It's, Andrew it's, can explain better than I can. He's so even. for the Ugly Dolls one, it was they're using the same um, like background colors that the okay. Avengers title uses. And there's words on the screen that are something like, you know... Uh, all not all heroes have stitches or something yeah <laughs> and then the next line makes it very apparent that it's talking about ugly dolls and then it shows clips from the film that are most super heroic yeah. like characters doing poses jumping falling that kind of thing uh, i see i see and then the yeah, one okay. for uh winnie the pooh from 2011 the, there was a 2011 version of winnie the pooh and yeah. uh it released on the same weekend as harry potter and the deathly hallows part two Okay. And so there was a very specific, like, 15-second ad that they made where it's, this, it's like, very similar Harry Potter font over, like, the stormy background. And, like, it said something like, uh, you know, there's there's more than one magic boy or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was stupid. It's there's stu- more than one magic boy. <laughs> and then... And then it cuts to, you know, a clip from Winnie the Pooh where he, like, falls into something. Yeah. And then they, you know, as I say, coming soon or whatever. And then the last second of the of this Winnie the Pooh Harry Potter ripoff trailer is Winnie the Pooh saying, were you expecting someone else? Yeah. <laughs> it's very on the oh nose. They know God. what they're doing. Yeah. Um, well, I, okay, so there, I, I, I encountered one in the wild. Oh. Uh, sort of sort of like this, but in a weird Wait, way, kind uh, of. You, a, fa- you saw a live Mr. Pooh? No, no, no. <laughs> but this, just this phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was sort of a reverse in that it was a kid's movie that was getting parodied almost you know okay. okay um so are you familiar with the toy story 4 poster oh yes i know what you're gonna say yeah yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let me get that um the so uh sadie i don't know if you're familiar with the toy story 4 poster but it's i'm gonna just, look it up and i'm because i'm not but it's just like a picture of woody with a sort of like sad background is that fair to say andrew He's like kind of like a nostalgic, like a yes. like a nostalgic melancholy. He's kind alone. Of it's like he's alone in a room, and it just says the number four for the y- logo. Yeah, um, and he's got his hat like kind of up. Yeah, he's yeah. kind of like doffing his cap almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw. I think a poster, I'm looking at it. I saw a poster for another film that was like that exact same poster, except Woody wasn't in it. You just see like a doll arm that. Honestly, they do a good job of making it legally distinct from Woody and yet not giving off, quote, legally distinct vibes. Yeah. Like, it looks like Woody's arm and Woody's hat, but with blood next to it. 
and then instead of four, it says Child's Play. It's for the new Child's Play movie. Well, and you see the what? The, There's a new Child's the Play buddy movie. The buddy doll. Oh, leg. don't even get me. There's there's controversy of the new Child's There's Play movie. the buddy doll leg is like walking out of frame, like yeah. as if he was the one who yeah, murdered yeah. Woody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty <sighs> good. And they're releasing on the same weekend. Those two films. Correct. Child's now play. I wonder yeah. if there's some kind of thing. <laughs> well, let me tell you about this new Child's Play movie. Mark okay. Hamill is the voice of the doll of Chucky. But uh, they're, Chuck- I believe they're calling him Buddy that's because weird. that's the name of the toy line. Okay. Yeah. The, and okay. this is a this is a reboot of Child's Play mm-hmm. that um the, the the like it's been the Child's Play franchise has been like directed by one person the entire time mm-hmm. and he like wanted is to ch- Chuck someone? I don't know. Okay. It's Chucky. Okay. <laughs> the doll is making the movies. Okay, very good. Uh, the doll is making the movies. It's like Silent Green. Uh, um, <laughs> but uh, he super like wanted to make another Chucky movie, and the 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 studio like boxed him out and did this and made this remake without his involvement and stuff. Yeah. So kind of a kind okay. of a bummer for diehard Chucky fans. I had I, like, I will say I was looking into this because I do have a remake podcast, so I have yep. to keep up with these crazy things. <laughs> yeah. Um, I believe, separate from A Child's Play, there is a new film coming yeah. out this year called Chucky from the guy yeah. who a did the original. A continuation of the original Chucky franchise. Yeah. yeah. So and it's 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 a, it's a never say never again situation. It's a I've got competing Moon franchises. Situation. Yeah. I would almost compare it to the the way they did the new Halloween, where it's they're just calling it the name. Yeah. Because this new Chucky is just called Chucky. Yeah, but the new Halloween wasn't competing with another with another no. remake of Halloween. No, you're right. But that is a important fact. It is kind of it's the weird continuation has the same name thing. Yeah. The cuz I I've, I've also been just for fun, I've been watching the um Friday the 13th series. Sure. I want I I should, I want to watch all this. They're pretty wild. Yeah, uh, I've only seen the first one. Mm-hmm. Now is uh, that Michael? Oh, I've seen the first one. No, no, that's no. Jason. Michael is Halloween. Michael's um, Halloween. I yeah. thought those were the same franchise until I was 26. Yeah, I'll tell you, I've been Easy trying mistake. to. I've been trying to watch the Rob Zombie Halloween movie for the past week, and uh, it's I mean, a, don't. It's a slog. Yeah, don't. I'll tell you, it was a it was a semi forced borrow situation. Yeah, I believe that. What does uh, that mean? <laughs> the well, borrow situation is when a friend wants you to borrow something so that you'll watch it, but you don't oh, want to watch it. borrow. Yeah. But actually, I, I you said for Sparrow. <laughs> it was for Sparrow. Sparrow contacted me and asked me to watch the Rob Zombie Halloween movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I thought the number four. No, I've been, I've been meaning to watch all of the Halloween since, um, uh, since I saw the new one and really mm. liked the new one. Um, okay. So I, you know, when, when this force borrow happened, I was like, you know, it was some, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take this. And actually this is fun. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell this, and then we're gonna get back to the, whatever this podcast is about. <laughs> okay, okay. I thought it was this. Um, so uh, this is my coworker. She says I want you. She she wants me to borrow Halloween and Halloween Two, the the two Rob Zombie films. Wow. Okay. Uh, and then I I come into work, and she says, Oh, I have them for you. And she pulls out of her purse, uh, what appears to be uh, Beauty and the Beast on DVD. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and it is the Beauty of the Beast case, the two disc set, but the discs are just Halloween and Halloween Two inside Beauty of the Beast. Okay, which I think is a buck wild way to lend someone a movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I fun. guess it has two disc holders in it. True, but like I, you know, I I come from some other worlds. Casey won't even let me put a DVD in the wrong case for a second because she's so paranoid about never getting them back. Yeah. And this is this to me was like experiencing the polar opposite. Someone who's just so laissez-faire with where their discs go that they will lend out movies in the wrong cases. 
I thought that was. You should very... give it back in a different case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's what you're supposed to do. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's the implication. <laughs> yeah. All the this this person wants all discs <laughs> to be mixed up. That's kind of a fun little way to introduce chaos in your life. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I'm I'm reaching a point where I'm very anti-disc. Sure. I mean, oh, I'm yeah. sort of there. <clears throat> I've been anti-physical media for some time now. Well, I'll tell you, I, I, um, I, uh, I, I, you know, I, at one point in my life, I owned all the Marvel, the MCU movies on Blu-ray. Well, that was back when there was seven. Well, there was like a, like, cause I did this actually, I, I maintained this until after Age of Ultron. Wow. So I kept at it for so a So that bit. was maybe t- t- 10 I mean, it was at 12? least 11 because I saw 11 movies in theaters when uh, Age of Ultron came out. Um... And then um, my, my my lovely girlfriend Casey came over uh, for the night, and she's like, baby, can we watch Winter Soldier? And I was like, yeah, I own that on Blu-ray, but I don't, because in a later anti-physical media stage, I sold off all my Marvel Blu-rays. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You didn't rip them. Wow. It bit me in the ass. You could ask hmm. me. You know, I, you know I can get you at Winter Soldier any time of day. <laughs> any time of day, I'll get it to you. Yeah, Bucky sucks, though. I'll messenger it over. <laughs> Bucky more like sucky. Hell yeah. You know he's sucky something. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? I went into a fugue state. Let's was... talk about it. Are we, do we have any more things we want to say about uh, Baby's Day Out? Wait, we have to back up one more. So we had horror movies. <laughs> okay. All that I wanted to say was I reached the point in Friday... Well, I'm almost... I think I only have technically one more Friday the 13th, but I reached the point where they legally, uh, the company legally lost the right of calling them Friday the 13th. Sure. So the naming convention changed to Jason. Jason, take, Jason takes Manhattan. Jason goes to hell. Yeah. Jason, Jason X. X. Mm. Freddy versus Jason. Well, I forgot. So Freddy versus Jason, I have also seen. So I've seen the first one and I've seen Freddy versus Jason. And that's wow. all I've seen. You've got the beginning and the end. Those are the bookends. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't consider Freddy versus Jason the bookend. They've made a couple Don't since then. Don't tell me. They've made a couple movies since Don't then. Don't tell me. I still have to watch Freddy versus Jason. But, <laughs> but you know they've made movies since then. They made the remake. Yeah, the remake. that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Well, a remake. <laughs> or a remake. Uh, let's go back one more. Mr. Pooh. Oh, you want to Mr. go back to Mr. Pooh? Pooh? I'm just going backwards through the thing. <laughs> okay. And now, now we're back to Baby's Day Out. This is like Inception, waking up through all the different <laughs> dreams to yes. get back to yeah. Baby's Day Out. Good well, we're God. We're trying to get back to That's true. We got to get that final uh, push. What they we're call at, it? We're at 50 minutes already. Let me tell you that, by the way. Well, that's, yeah. you know, that's how it oh, goes. That's including pre-show. That's yeah. true. Uh, go to patreon.com slash Dunstan <laughs> to get the pre-show. Um Babies. Neil Flynn was in this movie. Neil Flynn was in this movie. Dude, Neil, now, do any do all any of the three of us have an attachment to Scrubs, the TV show? Oh, Neil uh, Flynn was the really. cop. Yeah, me neither. He yeah, was I, a didn't, I didn't. He watch was also the in a very good sketch with Paul F. Tompkins that he only did on the Pod F. Tomcast or and slash Largo. What was the sketch? The sketch was called. Now get ready for this because I'm going to tie it all back. The Long Con. <laughs> <laughs> End of episode. Oh, oh my <laughs> God. That was, now that was that was what incepted us back to Dunstan. We're now back in Dunstan. Okay, let's talk about Dunstan checks in. Uh, now, Dunstan. Jason Alexander in the back half of this minute. Yeah, we'll the back half of this minute doing? is weird. We'll Can you there, give me we'll some context there, we'll for this scene? <laughs> yeah, well, we, well first we, we have to try? talk about first we have to talk about Dunstan smacking his butt. Oh sure, Dunstan oh, smacks yeah. his, little, his little bum. So he's hanging off the side of the building and he's smacking his butt in this show defiance. Yeah, to Lord I, would, I, would, I would call it a is show of defiance. What? Yeah, I think it's like a. Is it defiance or is it like a taunt? I, I mean, oh. I think same same difference. Yeah, a little okay. column A, a little column B. Yeah. 
The yeah. Okay. Now, what Lord Rutledge says to Dunstan here to me does not make a lot of sense. There's also. Can I just briefly mention Baby's Day Out again for a second? Okay, we can dip our toe in. There's like a weird shot of the nanny at the very start of the film powdering the baby's ass, like a weird close-up oh, yeah. on the baby's ass. Okay. That's just very strange to me. Yeah, that's a little strange. Because <laughs> um, it's like, okay, she's powdering the baby's ass, yeah. which I guess is like, you know, to not to, to prevent diaper rash. Yeah. But it's like in the montage of things she's doing to get the baby ready for the photograph. Yeah. So it's like... You know what I'm saying? Like she's putting makeup on the baby mm-hmm. and also she's powdering the baby's ass as if that's I'm... part of the makeup. Like just a little pancake for <laughs> no, the ass. No, I think maybe you're just not as familiar with babies as cuz you like you got to powder, you got to put baby powder on down there. That's what I'm saying. I know that I know what it's for. I know it's to prevent diaper rash, but okay, the way but you, it's just Oh, so you're saying the the suggestion of the, the scene is that the there's going to be pictures taken of that baby that ass montage as like as literally Laura Boyle says, "Get the baby ready for the picture." And then there's a montage of her like dressing the baby, doing makeup on the baby and powdering the baby's ass. Now, and its placement within that montage is just very weird to me. May I suggest perhaps the powdering is a pre a pre preparation in case the photo shoot turns to the classic naked baby on a bear rug. <laughs> That's a classic, ah, you say. Okay, so yeah. it's like washing your crotch before going on a date. Yes! <laughs> yes! Yeah. You can't get to back you to might the have apartment plans, and but say, you oh, excuse me, and run in and, and sink yourself. That's true. You know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Dunson smacks his butt. Yeah. And then Lord Rutledge says... Uh, you never know when Kurt Cobain's going to show up and need you for an album cover either. Exactly. <laughs> Since 1994. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Baby Bink is the one on the cover. <laughs> yeah. um, Lord Rutledge says to Dunstan, don't wave your hairy bottom at me. I believe he says wave. Yeah. Now, wh- what do you think happened there? Mm, I think maybe, I think maybe, <clears throat> here's what happened. Yeah. Here, I'm going to tell you what I think happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think these were shot on the same day, first no, and foremost. Or, yeah. Uh, second of all, I think maybe in the script, Dunstan was supposed to wave his butt. And then on the day when they were filming that, after they had already shot Lord Rutledge's part, yeah. the animal trainer was like, I can't really make an orangutan do that. I can make him slap his butt. Uh-huh. And they just <laughs> were like, well, all right, I guess that'll have to do. Wow. That's what I think happened. Huh. That's pretty solid. I mean, that's as good an explanation as any. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Probably better. So then at this point, Dunstan goes into the vent. Into the vent. Into the vent. <laughs> now, the way that he enters this vent is he puts his hand on it yeah. and it opens like a door. And, and well, then, fancy hotels have vents to do that. <laughs> now, come on. <laughs> uh, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> this is like, what? this is just, you know, a, a convenience that the film has so that Dunstan can get into the vents. I agree. Yeah. I feel like, I, I mean, that's just like, that's like him with the, with the jewel box earlier. We talked about this in a previous yeah. minute. Like that is how, maybe that's just a superpower Dunstan has. Maybe that's how we have the headcanon. <laughs> Does he have orangutan luck? Well, he has a ape <laughs> luck. Or he he just he knows knock. The oh spell. sure sure. <laughs> okay yeah. He's that's got a, wizard. Level. That's a D and D reference for all y'all out there. Uh, so then while Dunstan is climbing into the vent, Lord Rutledge, we're seeing Dunstan in the vent. Yeah. Uh, walking, seemingly knowing where he's going. Perhaps he's just having a stroll. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, Lord Rutledge shouts, "Remember, we're partners. 50-50 straight down the line." Yeah. Do you think that's true? No. Not at all. I mean, true. I believe that he he believes. I believe that he believes he has an arrangement with the orangutan. 
I don't believe that Dunstan is conscious of it in any capacity. See, I disagree. I think I think he's just saying this to the orangutan. I, I believe I believe Lord Welledge is a certain kind of stupid. Where he okay. believes that these words mean he believes that Dunstan is aware enough that these words mean something to Dunstan, but also that Dunstan is enough of, you know, an animal that he will not actually have to follow through on this fifty fifty arrangement. <laughs> okay. That is what I believe. I All almost right. want to. Uh, yeah, no, I can, I can buy that. I almost want to go a step further and say he might have even drawn up papers. <laughs> but then, yeah, and he, then like got a monkey a monkey print. But even then, he still does like seventy thirty and just <laughs> yeah, lies to I Dunstan. Agree, I agree with that. Like he's like, <laughs> oh, that. our take wasn't two million; it was only one million. <laughs> okay, and I believe that too. Yeah, yeah. okay, we've come both to, seem like extremely plausible we've to come me. Come to a consensus. <laughs> Um, so, uh, then he just shouts, get back here. Uh, then Dunstan, there's a, they do a little, they do a little trick in the editing here where I believe, I believe Rupert Everett shouted Dunstan once and they needed another. So they just looped it. They just looped it. Yeah. Cause it sounds exactly the same. The old, the old Tuscan Raider trick. Yeah. Uh, so then I, I, right before we cut away from Lord Rutledge, he, he kind of, we, we see him a little bit in distress uh, and he kind of looks away and I think he's either saying no or oh. And I don't know which of the two, but either one I think fits his mood that agree. he's in in this moment. I would agree. Where he, he yeah. realizes he's lost his uh, thieving partner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so now I'll we- say I'm getting mighty dog distracted because Nucky wants attention oh, yeah. so bad right now. Oh yeah, Nucky's trying for a lap, and there's no lap for Nucky. Yeah, do you think dogs hate podcasts because they know it is just that hour where no one is paying attention to them? <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I am paying attention to them. I guess <laughs> there's I also know. evidence that that is true. Yeah. <laughs> how how long do you think it will take for it to for dogs to evolve to understand, understand podcasts? podcasts. <laughs> oh God, don't don't make me think about that. That would be good. I just start hearing like cats in the cradle playing in my head when I think about that. So now we cut to the home of the Grants. Yes. And we see Mr. Grant pass by his son's room. Stop. And I, I want to say right off the bat here, uh huh. with the context of the film that we have, this scene doesn't, the tone of this scene feels off to me as well, Sadie. Well, okay. Well, what has happened between them so thus far in All the right. movie? They've had a rough day. So, oh, oh. Nucky sat right on the mic cord. <laughs> you I, don't, I heard it. I don't know. If, yeah, that must have son. picked up. Uh, so what has happened so far with the Grant family is that, uh, well, as the movie starts, uh, Kyle and uh, Brian, uh, the the two sons, yeah. have done a. They did a prank, uh, and it went wrong. Much they, like the desert world of Tatooine, Mister Grant okay. has two sons. Okay. And the prank went wrong, and they hosed some guests. Yes. Uh, which with the fountain, they caused a fountain malfaction. Malfaction. Yep. <laughs> they caused that, and uh, some guests got wet. Yeah. So then, not in the sexual way. Then there was some punishment doled out. Yeah. It seemed, in the in the in the. Um, they got grounded. Yeah, they got grounded, but not not only that. Then Kyle was made to walk the dog of the man. Well, this who is was a fan theory wet. of Andrews. Yes. That, that this was <laughs> okay. part of the punishment. When he walked the dog, I believe this was just part of his regular duties at the hotel. 
when he, duty when he walked the duty. dog the dog jumped to i think attack or interact with dunston mm, interact i would say landed in garbage yeah so well, then, i should point out the dog jumped off the roof which is for some reason which we have discussed the place that he decided to walk this dog I'm trying to. I'm gonna. That's try weird. And adjust my mic. There we go. Yeah, and Dunstan was on the ledge, so the dog jumped off the roof to get to Dunstan, and then landed somehow physically safely in a dumpster below. So then Kyle returned the dog, still dirty, to the man. Like literally, there was a banana peel balancing on the dog's head. It would have been harder <laughs> to get the dog upstairs with the banana peel still on than to take it off. Um, That's okay. <laughs> so then the the boys get in trouble again. He also had something in his ear that I thought looked like a used condom. <laughs> The boys get in trouble okay. again. Yeah. Uh, and then Mr. Grant has to run off to deal with the theft yeah. that Dunstan has done. Yeah. So now this is after all of that. Yeah. And I think he feels... what is the Grant's relationship to the hotel? Mr. Grant is the manager? Manager, yeah. He's Mr. Manager. Okay. Yeah. All right. He's Mr. Manager. And Okay, uh, that kind of it makes everything up. He's kind of like going in there to be like... We had a tough day, but you're still my son. You know, yeah. kind of. That's kind of the moment that they're having. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, it, I will say it is very much out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, it just the, the Jason Alexander's acting felt very weird to me. I don't I'll know what you, it is about it's it. It's too tender, is what yes, I would say. Yes, that's what it is. It's There's too tender. Too much tenderness there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's too like conscious and thoughtful. Yeah, I agree, a hundred percent. Yeah. So he, he he passes by the door. He sees the lights on. He sighs, which is like a weird dinosaur box light. Yes, it's like spinning. Yeah. Um. He goes in to turn off the light. Also worth noting that uh, on the opposite wall, the wall we see first, um, mm-hmm. he has a uh, there's a wall scroll. Okay, I noticed there was a so perhaps perhaps a budding anime fan we have. Well, what I noticed was it, there appeared to be an image that was of perhaps the last day of the dinosaurs where comets are hitting Earth. Yes, there was also that. Yeah. Metal. Yeah, that is, that's pretty metal. <laughs> Good job to Kyle. Uh, and then once we see uh, uh, Kyle in bed uh, on the wall, yeah. Emily, you noticed this. There's the, um, the thing from the Fantastic Four, but just the thing alone. No, fan, no None of the other Fantastic Three. There's a there's also a, a figurine of the tick. I noticed that as well. I was excited about that. Yeah, one. it was nice to see the tick. Yeah. It was, I was yeah. pleased to see the tick in this movie. I um I'm pretty sure I own that toy. Uh okay. Yeah, that was a. Fun... I I definitely had a tick action figure. Uh, not mm. an action figure. But it was like a Taco Bell toy, you know. Oh okay. Um, but I never I had never seen the tick as a kid. I just have the toy. I yeah I really don't remember if I've seen the tick. Yeah. Uh, above Kyle's bed. Yeah. There's kind of like a. An homage to bowling. A, yeah, it's a sign. <laughs> a oh, tribute yeah. to the art of bowling. It's their bowling ball, a bowling ball and pins, like they've been scattered. Yeah. And it's kind of artistic. Yeah, artistically arranged. Yeah. But it's, I can't tell if it's a metal sign, a poster. I, in my mind, they were uh, paper, like the kind of stuff you'd get a, okay. uh, to like, decorate a party at the dollar store. Yeah. See, in my mind, they were like wood, like the kind of thing um, oh, a dad with too much time on his hands would make. Mm. That's that makes well, sense. Mr. Grant has no time though. Yeah, he famously does not have time for his family. Did he ever? Maybe he, maybe there's a grandpa situation here. Maybe when because I, I don't feel alive? like this bed is new. This room is new. You know. What'd you say, Andrew? I don't feel like this. No, no. what did Andrew say? I heard. You say maybe this. Mr. Grant had time <laughs> for this family when his wife was alive. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's what I like. That's the kind of thing I was thinking. Like, maybe it was like 
made when he, when that kid was much younger. I'm gonna say my money's on Grandpa. I'm, I'm sitting in my room right now. I'm I'm here. I am a 28 year old woman. I'm looking up at a little miniature stop sign that I have on top of my bookcase. That was uh-huh. made by my grandpa. Wow. Um, grandpas make shit for kids. Well, sure. Do you, so okay. this is. I mean, this is an unseen. You're inventing a grandpa. This yeah. is the invention of grandpa. Yeah, I'm inventing a grandpa. You're here. inventing Grandpa Grant. And I, I mean, think, no, I think it's the mom's dad. Oh, we never get a last name, so I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, Sadie, you were saying Even the room it looks was new. Was my dad's dad that made that stop sign? No, the room doesn't look new to me. The okay, room okay. looks. The room looks like. Like said, like they made that when the kid turned like three or something. And <laughs> no, because I think you're onto something. Because to me, uh, every time that we see uh, a part of the Grant's living space, which is very vague and hard to get a hold of, it yeah. just seems to move and shift with every scene. It's liminal space. Uh-huh. Um, there is stuff everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and to Busy me, Busy is I would describe how the, yeah. the design style of these rooms. Mm-hmm. I, I well, I also say messy. Yeah, I think the kids just kind of play all over. Yeah, and yeah, uh, it looks they look lived in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it looks lived get, in and like it it used to be kept better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we get closer, I I believe on Kyle's sleeve of whatever shirt he's sleeping in, it says Spider Man. Okay, we an established. It just says the word Spider Man. Yes. Kyle is an established Spider-Man fan at this point. <clears throat> but didn't wouldn't you get a Spider-Man pajamas that are like his suit? It depends. Well, if you're Donald Glover <laughs> in season two, okay. episode one of Community. Sometimes, All right. uh, you know. We used to do a Community podcast. <laughs> yeah, should. I know. <laughs> we'll probably do one again. Yeah. Oh, we were supposed to do that at the start of this year. Well, it'll happen this year. The well, year's not over. December 31st, 20... 20- oh, for God's sake. We'll drop all the episodes. Yep. Um, and then they, I, when the when the clock strikes one before I have, when we're doing our New Year's countdown, we will hit publish on one. So before the clock turns over to midnight. But we, do we have to do that for the world clock? Because you know time's funny. Oh, time is funny. No, I think it's got to be California time. So then, some of the world is getting it not in 2019. Tough shit. Live in California. You know, I, I can agree with that. <laughs> Sorry, Sadie. I'm trying. Uh, you know, Canada's the California <clears throat> of the rest of the world, so you're fine. What? I don't agree with that one bit. I just really wanted to say that phrase. <laughs> Cowboy blanket. Cowboy blanket. That's what I think Kyle's got. Okay. That's what it looked like to me. You think okay. he wants to be a cowboy baby? <laughs> I think he wants to be a cowboy baby. <laughs> uh, okay. Mr. Grant turns off the sun's light. He turns to walk away. Uh-huh. Kyle says, leave it on, please. Yeah. Now, Sandy, what's going on in your home right now? <laughs> oh, it's... Oh, can you hear shit? That's... I asked them to be quiet, but they're playing D&D. It sounded like you just breathed onto the mic. <laughs> oh, I said, leave it on. <laughs> oh, that's what you were doing. That's what I heard. <laughs> now, do we think that the... Mr. Grant's entrance and light turning off awoken Kyle, or was he already awake? I think he was already awake. I think, I think he was in that liminal space between sleep and, and awake. No, disagree. I think he was awake. I'm taking a hard <laughs> okay. line on this. I think he was awake. I'm pretty sure he was awake, All right. too. You want to fight? Yeah, let's fight. Let's fucking fight. Well, it's two on one, so. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. <laughs> Damn. Uh, so, well, I get to choose a champion. <laughs> That's fair enough. But if you get to choose a champion, we get to choose a champion. But Andrew <laughs> and I have to agree on the champion. Oh, that's easy. Who? I, let's count down from three. No, no, I don't know. <laughs> let's ready. count down from three, and we're gonna each select our champion. Okay. Three, three two, two, one. 
Dwayne Melody. the Rock Johnson. Okay, well, <laughs> I was going with people we knew. Did you pick my cat? I said Melanie. Oh, I thought you said Belly. <laughs> I thought you picked my cat. Melanie's scrappy. I think she could take someone on. I think Melanie could fight. Well, it depends on who say he's going to pick for her champion, I guess. I thought we had to pick someone we knew. You just reached out into the into the world. <laughs> yeah, I picked Wayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, my God. I don't know anybody. Do you want to play that game where... <laughs> Do you know the game, What Am I Thinking? At 90 minutes yeah, in, course. where... I'm talking to Andrew. <laughs> yes, I know that game. Do you want to play that game? But it's for us picking a champion. So now we have to go to the middle point between oh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Melanie. Okay. <laughs> do you want me to do the countdown? <laughs> sure. Wait, I got. I got to think. I got to lock in. No, yeah, I tell me when you're ready. Tell we me when you're locked in. have to do the countdown in. so that we both say it. Well, I guess if we hear the countdown. Yeah, we're both hearing. We're both hearing the same okay, countdown. Okay. Oh my god. I'll tell you though. My my, my instinct here is to, is to pick a lady wrestler, and I know you won't know who I'm talking about, and that's really gonna fuck up the game. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Interesting. To don't worry there. But you shouldn't even have said that Confidence. much. Now, I don't like that. I know. I mean, I had a locked in answer once you said, let's play the what are you thinking game. Okay. Well, okay. stay with your locked in answer. You want? Yeah, I'm staying with that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Andrew's locked in. Do you have one, Emily? I, I guess, but I don't I don't think Andrew's going to know who it is. I mean, this isn't going to work. <laughs> That's the problem. Okay. So it's 80 countdown. Three, two, one. Tamina the wrestler. <laughs> China and Tamina the wrestler? Yeah. All right. You want, are we going to do this? You get, um, you're going to lock into your find the middle point between I, those two I've and got lock my, in? I'm locked in. I guess I'm locked in. <laughs> I don't know what you're I mean. You're going to have to sacrifice a few rounds here to get us away from wrestlers, I think. I'm Please. <laughs> Wait, three. Uh, three, two, one, and then we say it, or three, two, one, go, and then we say it? This time, after I say one, to say it, but y'all were, were slow, so I, I got nervous. Okay. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. Ben Becky Lynch. <laughs> what did you say? Becky Lynch. Now, what did you say? <laughs> you and Becky Lynch. And Meg well, I'll tell you what McGregor. happened. I started. To, I said bet, and then I was trying to hear what you said, <laughs> so I said bet, Key Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got Becky Lynch okay. and Ewan McGregor. I'm so I feel locked like in right there now. is an obvious one here. I I, I agree. <laughs> <It's a thing. laughs> I'm so scared right now. <laughs> I hate, I You're I locked in nothing. then, Emily. I'm locked in. I'm I'm okay. a blank. I feel like there's a just very take a second and think about here. the crossover from what you what would you get if you crossed <laughs> Becky Lynch and Ewan McGregor. Becky Lynch is a wrestler. She goes by the man. That's her nickname. She's cool as hell. She rules. Okay. She, I got all right. one. It's, locked in? It, I'm locked in. Everything means nothing, but go on. <laughs> Three, two, one. Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> what? How <laughs> are you both got it so wrong? <laughs> what was your obvious answer, Sadie? Ray. Oh. oh. Yeah, we're bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, just, I just realized we never fully explained this for the listener. So what Andrew and I are doing is we're trying to... <laughs> We're trying well, hold to hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? It's explained after you've won the game. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> that's what that's funnier. Okay, oh, so we do the middle ground between Obi Wan Kenobi and Mace Windu. Uh, okay, I think this I have seems... my answer. Um, I think you can do this. Uh... You're locked in, Emily. <laughs> I'm locked in. <laughs> oh God, this is really stretching my knowledge of Star Wars. <laughs> um. There's yeah, gotta be a figure or somewhere in Emily's room you can pick. Let's just go. <laughs> I, I, mean, I'm, I am watering down my answer to try to get on Andrew's level. That's interesting. <laughs> okay, let's let's go. <laughs> All right, three, two, 
one. Emperor Sheev Palpatine. <laughs> okay, now we're getting back to the easy mode. You should be able to lock okay, in okay, right away. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got this. We Everyone's got this. We got this one. We got I, this one. I'm worried about. Okay, I won't say what okay. I'm worried about. We're doing it. Three, two, one. Anakin, Anakin Skywalker. Skywalker. Yes, <laughs> you did it. <laughs> Woo! Hell yeah. <laughs> Oh my that's god! Great. Okay, this does mean that our champion who fights Sadie is Anakin Skywalker. Oh, that's the way that works. Damn it! Oh. Okay. So Wait, the, you, what, okay. What, what, I thought Mel. I thought Mel was going to be. <laughs> no, it's Anakin Skywalker at this point. Um, for those who didn't know, well, what the in that hell, case, I choose Obi Wan. I mean, fuck. He's got the high ground. <laughs> he does have the high ground, but I mean, let's forget one of them kills the other. You know? Yeah. Okay. Mm, debatable. Mm. Darth Vader is Anakin. Sadie, I will not have this debate with you. I thought it was more debatable because the because Obi Wan doesn't do get killed by by yeah the death blow misses him. He he chooses yeah. force ghostness. Yeah. Okay. Now we're we're gonna need to have a conversation about how force ghostness works. <laughs> he just disintegrates and becomes one with the force, right? Yeah. My interpretation was not that Obi Wan was doing that at will. But that the blow from the lightsaber killed him, and what happens when you die, if you've done it right, is you become a force ghost, and what that looks like is disappearing. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if I... I, I don't agree with that. Wait, can you explain the game for everyone who was confused yeah, yeah. for the last so 10 minutes? So for those who didn't know what the fuck we were doing, um, what happens there <laughs> is the game is called What Am I Thinking? It's an improv game where the two people are playing are trying to both say the same thing, and what they're trying to do is say the middle ground between the two ideas that they have said. Now, when you play it normally, normal style is you both just say a random thing for the first round, which I would I would argue our style was easier. <laughs> Somehow, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's the game. Yeah, I mean, playing. especially once you like moved the Ouija pla- planchette. <laughs> <laughs> we moved the what? I don't know the Ouija board. Like yeah, we both you know, put a hand on it. On a Ouija board, <laughs> okay. you were pushing it. Are we done with this episode yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Leave it on, please. Oh, so he, sure. He goes back and he turns it on. Now, when he goes back and he turns it on, he says something to Mr. Grant says something to his son that I had to hear many times to even begin to understand what he's saying. I didn't he, even notice. He kind of mumble, half mumble whispers it. What did he say? So uh, it sounded like to me for like t- like five watches. He's just saying, think that. He says, thank you. I see. I thought by the last watch, I was pretty sure he was saying sleep tight. Mm, that Why makes would more you say sense. Thank you. Oh, I was thinking uh, the kid said it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm sure yeah. I mean, I guess I didn't even notice him saying anything. Honest. I only watched yeah, the minute like six times though. So I also watched it about six times. But then um, he turns the light back on. He says good night, buddy. He kisses him on the forehead. Yeah. Uh, and too tenderly. Last... Yeah. Yeah. The kiss is not. <laughs> I'm not a fan of this kiss. It's too slow. I know, me neither. It it's really made me uncomfortable. It's, it's how you kiss a woman, not how you kiss your son. It's how you... What do you the, the problem you is a melon. you get too like, much of <laughs> the sense of his lips pressing it's against... It's how you kiss a melon. <laughs> yeah. It's how you kiss a melon. What were you yeah, saying, yeah, okay, you, know what? you get too much of a sense of his lips pressing against the kid's forehead. You really do. Mm-hmm. Like, it just lasts too long. It lasts and too it long. There's, there's too, too much weird. hand. It's, it's He's Way overacting is what it is, but <laughs> yeah. in the in, in the context, it makes it feel creepy. Yeah, I'm not. Accused, I don't. I don't think Jason Alexander is a creep because of this. I think mm. he's, no, no. I, I don't think he's I, being a creep. I think he's just being a bad actor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, but the effect is that character Robert yeah. Grant comes off as creepy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, you know, he leaves. 
Kyle rolls over and the minute is done. Yeah. Kyle rolls to face us, the camera, yeah. the audience. Yeah. Then the minute is done. To kind of true. look us in the eye and make us we think made about it. what we're watching. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did, in fact, make it. Looks like we made it. To the end of this minute. And uh, it's at this point that I would like to announce that our guest for Minute 33 has chosen. That's where I'm going to put it in when we find out. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sadie, do you have anything that you'd like to plug anywhere that you want people to find you, you online? You can check me out on Patreon at patreon.com slash ssneat. And follow me on Twitter at, at Fujoshi Dial. Can you spell um, Fujoshi Dial? Because for some reason, F-U-J-O-S-H-I-D-I-L-E. I think... F-U-J-O-S-H-I-D-I-L-E. For some reason, I just thought people might have trouble with that word. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a portmanteau of Fujoshi and Crocodile. That's correct. That's it. You ever notice how sometimes Nucky just looks fucking swole? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a chihuahua. Yeah. Just a I think if they get bloated on... If they've got too much lactic acid, then they get, like, buff. What? Huh? <laughs> Take a, him for a run. He's a buff little boy. Anyway... Uh, you can find uh, me on some other podcasts, including Nothing New, which I think I mentioned like an hour ago. Yeah, <laughs> a podcast I do monthly <laughs> with uh, Justin Kizan, where we talk about remakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can also find me on it's on my list. It's on my list pod dot com. Hey, here's an idea for you. Well, I was gonna say coming soon, you're gonna be a guest, but oh, that's true. You're, it it might be a month later. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. True. Yeah. So <laughs> check that out soon. Uh, it's it's uh, me and some other uh, folks talking about uh, whether or not films that people say you should see are actually important and good and worthy. Yeah, uh, it's on my list pod dot com. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at podcaster Andrew. What are you going to say? Um, if you're ma- if you're remaking a film that's in the public domain, mm-hmm. um, you can call that a free make. Well, I like that. That's cool. Yeah, I'll go for that. That's uh, cool. Yeah, that's, there's a uh, there is a there is a, a one free make that I can think of off the top of my head. What's that? Uh, there was a film called Charade starring oh, I know, I know Cary the original. Grant. I didn't know that got remade. That got remade as a film called The Truth About Charlie featuring, in the Cary Grant role, uh, um, oh my God, I just forgot his goddamn name. Charlie Day. No. Charlie Hunnam. No, Mark. Marky Mark. Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Hamill? Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. I don't like that at it all. It was made in like 2001. He sucks. <laughs> Should I watch The Talented Mr. Ripley? Yeah, mm, yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, uh, I'll t- I've <laughs> here's my okay. So you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Very Cool Emily. You should listen to the podcast Law School. This is just a recommendation. It's a podcast about the films of Jude Law. It's what got me thinking about watching the talented Mr. Ripley. All right, um, he's good in that movie. There's a line that they just clipped out from the movie that they play over and over again in the talented Mr. Ripley episode of that podcast. That mm. I just I keep hearing it in my head, and it's Jude Law saying, "I love Marge." <laughs> it's great he's it's definitely great talking about the simpsons character <laughs> he's talking about his character's wife played by gwyneth paltrow oh he's definitely talking about the simpsons you gotta watch the movies okay. yeah, that's the problem dickie greenleaf yes <laughs> um, do they talk about the um <laughs> the mr ripley uh cinematic universe no <laughs> um so I know that other there have been other this films. Podcast has gone. I know I started this, but this yeah. podcast has gone on for twenty there, hours. There are other films that are based on other books. Okay, that's uh, true. That are <laughs> that's just, true. so far. That's true. <laughs> that are like sequels to Mr. Ripley. Okay, and they okay yeah, so like Dexter. It's very strange. That is strange. Yeah. So it's like a it's like a Mr. Detective Die Hard situation. Well, and it's almost more like. Um, 
who's who's the action hero that's in clear and present danger? Jack Ryan. It's like Jack Ryan. Interesting. Where it's just they just keep making the different. They're like, oh, we'll just do this one. But they're not about Mr. Ripley always. Yeah, they are. Oh, are they? Yeah. What's? Can you give me another an example of another one of these movies? Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's starring. Um, uh, are these like real movies? Yes. Interesting. It's starring. Uh, oh God. <laughs> I can't, what is wrong with my, I can't even come up with one, uh, the name of this man, and the only movie that I can think of. Colin Farrell. Is Red. Oh. He's in Red. Uh, He's also in Morgan Freeman. Red too. It's not Swillis. <laughs> Michael Caine. It's not, it's, I think Michael Caine is not in Red. Mm, Mary Elizabeth Winston it's not a man, and not Mary Louise Parker is what I meant to say. <laughs> no. She's in Red too. John Malkovich. John Malkovich. <laughs> ah, Johnny Malkovich. John yeah. Malkovich plays the Matt Damon role? I believe so. That's fucked up. I think it came out in the 80s. Also, from what I understand, Dickie Greenleaf is a minor character in the book. But from the way they talk about it on the podcast, it sounds like he's a major character in the film. Yeah. You'd have to watch the movie to understand. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, they, I'm they, surprised that you listen to podcasts about movies that you haven't watched. I am not. Mm, I, for a while, I, I didn't do that, but I, 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 got, I got over myself. Uh-huh. There's only so many movies and so so much time. Also, know? like I don't expect people listening to this to have seen Dunstan checks in. Eh, that's true, but Although, these movies don't uh, matter. Like Talented Mr. Ripley, I feel like matters a little. Sure, uh, I mean they did spoil it in the podcast. Yeah, I know what I know what happens to Dickie Greenleaf. Y- yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, Casey's said every Casey has told me multiple times that she cannot follow our podcast because she hasn't seen Dunstan checks in. Mm-hmm. And that's I feel, insane to me. I do feel like that's a failure of us. <laughs> what? Okay. That's... <laughs> I go every. I go motion by motion on these minutes. That's what I'm thinking. Casey, if you are listening, you're my girlfriend, and I could just say this to you. <laughs> but sometimes when she has an attachment to the movie we're talking, the movie we've paired, she'll she'll listen, and she always says that she she could follow the parts where we're talking about that movie, but not the Dunstan parts. And then uh. even sometimes I specifically will go back and explain how we got here in the Dunstan minute. This is just, this is, no, this is QA. This is I will say, as a person who has a hard time picturing things in their head, when you do that, it doesn't really do much for me, except yeah. for, like, explain that you're jumping off point in a very minute way. Yeah. Right. Like, I, I don't, I can't picture what you're describing. It but you can follow the podcast, you would say. I mean, I can't follow the plot of the movie through the podcast, but I can follow the podcast, sure. Nobody could follow the plot of Dunstan Checks In. It's like, it's (laughs) incomprehensible. But you can follow the thread of our conversation about it. Yeah. I mean, the the thread of your conversation doesn't often have for a lot to do with the actual (laughs) what's on the screen. (laughs) That is fair. In this special two-hour episode, (laughs) about one minute of a movie. Yeah. Have you finished your plugs? Uh, go on twitch.tv slash verycoolemily. I stream on there sometimes. Um, rate and review us on with Apple me. Podcasts. Uh, I do stream with I stream with Sadie and I stream with Andrew sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I stream with Nucky always because he's always he was always on my mind. Remember that song? And I think uh, that yeah. just about does it. <laughs> rate and review us on the iTunes. Give oh, us five is. stars. Um, Apple Podcasts, I think, is actually... Okay. It's Apple Podcasts. On actually. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Five stars. And tell us, give us, here's what I want you to do. Explain an alternate um, meaning for the initials CBT. <laughs> I cannot stress this enough. Do not use any established ones. You must make up your own. All right. Yeah, that's a good rule. <laughs> I cannot stress that part enough. All I right. got one. You got one? Cronenberg butt tunnel. I like it. I got one. 
Cool bone time. Nice. Chimpanzee, banana, tango. <laughs> that sounds like and Navy an, code. And until next week, we're checking out. Bye. <laughs>